How are you? Hang on, I'm going to stop you there, Raymond. Before we get going on this week's podcast, this is a little reminder, if you wouldn't mind, to rate and review at the end. You can also subscribe so you automatically get our latest podcast the minute we put it up. I think you mean drop. Drop what? <laughs> did you just say drops? Yes, I did. The podcast drops. It's not land. <laughs> no. I always prefer when you say, hit that subscribe button. Well, whatever you do, make it easy on yourself and subscribe. That's better. Hello, you're listening to Jenny and Ray at home. I'm Jenny. I'm Ray. And we're at home. Indeed we are. I have to apologise for misspelling bagel. The other way you name the podcast every week, which yeah. I sometimes enjoy doing. Not always. Because if it doesn't come immediately, it means that it's not going to be good. It's forced. Yes. Contrived. It should flow. Mm. <laughs> How did you spe- spell bagel? Bagel. B-A-G-E-L. Is that it? Yeah, I spelled it B-A-G-L-E. Bagley. Bagliness. It was, it was a random act of bagliness. <laughs> and then I corrected it and it doesn't correct everywhere. So the odd place, I think it's maybe Apple, you look in, it's bagliness. Uh-huh. And then other places, it's, it's bagelness. A, it's, it's one of those words, though, you can spell it wrong. It's a simple word, but you can just go bagel. Yeah. Or, or, or. But like, I was thinking Nagel. No, Nagel is probably spelled N-A-G-E-L. Or it could be spelled N-A-G-L-E. We Nagels across the road from us. Oh, well, as in me and a surname? Yes, across the green from us. Um, oh, that's and different. That's a name. The Nagels and a bagel is different. One of the Obviously. Nagels was a hairdresser and you'd go across the road and you get your hair cut there or maybe up the road to the Harringtons. One of the Harringtons was a hairdresser as well. Oh. Um, so what, a couple of quid? A couple of quid, yeah. And nice. a chat, gossip about what was going on in the estate and off you went. Phil Harrington cut my hair for my confirmation. And that's a classic. Is it a bowl job? <laughs> a what? A bowl job. Oh, yes, a bowl job. <laughs> I didn't know what you said there. <laughs> it was, and my dad had this a leftover from some artillery weapon. It was a, a telescope that would have been attached to uh, an army weapon, a big weapon, you know, an artillery weapon. Okay. And uh, so he had that. And he, he was, I've inherited this from him you know, a sort of uh, an obsession with gimmicks and that sort of thing, technology. Anyway, he told me to stand outside the gate, the front gate, and he pointed the camera into the telescope, sort of periscopey thing, and then he took a picture of me in my confirmation suit with the Phil Harrington haircut <laughs> through. <laughs> That's in our family album. That is so you. <laughs> I could see you doing that. And what do you mean you inherited that? You took it on. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's, what do you do? Is it, there's hardly a gene. It's hardly. I was going to say it's hardly a gene. Well, th- th- yeah. What, what is it? You see it in your in your parents, and you say, "I'll have a bit of that," or I don't know. But definitely, it made sense to you. Is that it? Yeah, you saw it and you went, "Yeah, that makes sense that you would do that." Put a camera through a telescopic lens and make your child stand out in the street, <laughs> and then put it. Yeah, that made sense to you. Other people go, "What the hell." So that's why. So that picture is in the family album. You were obviously very patient because our children have no patience for you when you want to do stuff like that. Do you know when you go here, come on, we'll do this. They're just, oh no, dad. Yeah, they don't. They live in a different world. Yeah, they just don't do what their parents tell them. That was, <laughs> no. no kids do what they're told anymore. No, but it was do what the, you're told. <laughs> I'm going to think for myself. I'm a free thinker. Or as Tom says, that's child abuse, which is so ignorant, <laughs> like to say that. But then when I was a kid, I used to say that to my parents as well. Did you? I used to say I was going to ring the ISPCA and they used to go, I think you mean CC. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be an animal if I want. I'm going to call the ISPCA. 
Either way. <laughs> I was playing uh, Wordle during the week and I was down to, you'd need a piece of paper for this if you really want to get involved. But I was, I had three letters. A dash A dash E. Okay. See, and I had a lot of letters ruled out. Two guesses left, or maybe one guess left. And I put in, I don't know where I came up with this, A-P-A-G-E. Didn't even know it was a word. A page, a page, yeah. a page. And it, do, 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 do. But the P and the G were in the wrong places. Oh. And that, that's it, I didn't get it. So the correct word was a gape. Okay. Was in a gape, mouth open. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like flabbergasted, surprised, yeah. a gape. Yeah. Um, and I'd put in apage, which is an old Greek word. I don't know if it even qualifies. It's an old Greek word for go away. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either until I looked it up. Yeah. Anyway, just wordle apage, because I was a gape at what <laughs> It's just terrible rubbish. I've complete. I don't do it anymore at all. Do well, you think it's, I think a lot of people have stopped. Have they? Eh, I don't know. I, don't, I have no, that's just me off the top of my head saying that. I have no idea. Well, the reason I do it is because it's something that Tom and I do together. Yeah. Which is nice. And he's good at it. He's actually very good at What's it. What's the one that I'm brilliant at? Facetal. Oh, I'm so good at that. You are very good at it. I am so good at that. Yeah. So it's a pixelated famous person's face. And then each guess, it gets a little tiny bit easier. Yes. Unpixelated. Unpixelated. But have, I am good. Like, I, I can do the first go. I'm a first goer. Like. And then if you get it in the first go, uh, the thing says, have you got x-ray vision? Yeah. No, I'm just famous vision. I know lots of famous people. Well, you don't. You know their faces. You don't know them. Like, no. you haven't met them. Oh, my God. Did you actually just say that? No, I don't know all those famous people. No. I am not best friends. <laughs> no, it could have been taken like that. No, just, it couldn't have. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> listening to the podcast would have thought, God, Jenny knows all those famous people. No. But we have met a good few. Yeah, but no. Half well-known like people. a few. Yeah. I can't even remember most of them. You'd remember because you were chatting away to them the whole time. Yeah, you'd remember the standout ones, I suppose. Um, <laughs> like? For, for good and bad reasons. <laughs> Go on. I see she was we'd on We'd Macy Gray Yeah she was on With Piers we'd Morgan during we'd, the week We'd Macy Gray She wasn't great At being interviewed She didn't like talking to us No not at all she I think it was talking, too early for her She liked talking to Piers Morgan And she's done a lot of talking since But she did not like talking to us She no. was monosyllabic And it was One of those ones That we called From there on in Bit of a Macy Gray Yes You know if there was Somebody came on They just weren't giving It was like pulling teeth You just go oh, Bit of a Macy Gray And yeah. then and then we'd get texts in At least it wasn't as bad as Macy, Macy Gray. Gray Yeah it was As the young people say Ox Ox yeah, It was there were, ox There were, there were a few <laughs> ox Okay a few ox I went on with Jerry Seinfeld And before we went to record Because he was in his apartment In New York And it was a pre-record He was doing a Which we went on to see And it was brilliant um, He was doing a gig In the Point Theatre very funny man, funny man, very clever man. Yeah. Anyway, I decided that wouldn't it be great if he knew a little bit about me before we did the interview? Yeah, like he cares. <laughs> like he gives a Multi-millionaire, a Jerry Sarkis. <laughs> He's a busy man. I tell you a little, tell you a little bit about myself there now, Jerry. <laughs> Sit back there. Well, it all started in Campion Crescent. 1950 something, can't remember. 60. Go on, actually. <laughs> you're, you've aged me so Sorry, I can't. Nineteen sixty. I can't remember birth years. Yes, okay. Nineteen sixty. Yeah, it wasn't like that. I was just going <laughs> like, look, and Jerry. I'm a father too. I'm in my fifties, and that's there. You know, He's big, like, big, <laughs> big, 
<laughs> I thought that would sort of, you know, endear him Loosen to me. Loosen him up. Yes. Tell no, me no, more, no. friend. Hey, would you like to join me in a writer's room? You've got it. <laughs> we could write an episode together. Uh, so that didn't work out. It didn't work. What, no, what did he say? I, I can't just remember. Went, just get was, on with yeah, well, it was fine. It was it was okay. <laughs> Silence in them. Yeah. <laughs> There was an awkwardness around it and people said, again, they said, <laughs> not as bad as Macy Gray, Ray. Bit awkward, but not as bad as Macy Gray. But that's part of, that part of what you do, isn't it? I was out running this morning uh, and... Uh, oh, that's very performative of you. Yeah. You don't want to hear? Bug off with your performative. <laughs> like, can you not tell anybody about anything anymore? <laughs> is it relevant to the story? It is relevant Great, to the story. Go on, then. It's relevant to a story, <laughs> not the story. We go. moved on. Go on. Okay. So there are two people ahead of me, which I recognized, and I was trying to think of their names. In doing so, I, I sort of wasn't concentrating on what I was doing. And the terrain on which I was running is quite rough. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the clay has worn away and there are stones jutting up. Anyway, in me trying to figure out the names of two people in front of me. Did you fall? Toad a stone, right? Toad a stone, <laughs> grabbed onto the fence. Electric fence. No, defense. And then they just looked around and there's me so, in, in a half state of falling, smiling. Hi. <laughs> what did you pretend that you hadn't fallen? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Are you okay? They said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just rough. It's rough, isn't it? Rough. Yeah. Hi, hi. Great. Yeah. Great. Right. But imagine if I'd fallen. Would falling you? is, any type of falling is, it just makes you feel awful. Yeah, I've fallen there before because it is, it's, there's stones jutting up and you need to be completely concentrating. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be thinking about somebody's name or anything else. You need to be looking in front of you. Okay. Yeah, it's not like running on grass where you can just, you know, look around you and all that sort of thing. No, I'd always be looking down yeah. anyway. Yeah. Just in case. So it was just your pride that was hurt as opposed N- to Nothing else, nothing else. And Lucky Defence was there. Yeah. Well, but Lucky wasn't the electric fence. That would have been really funny, actually. <laughs> Although you don't have hair, so I wouldn't have done the cartoon hair standing up. That would have been very funny. Uh, it's terrible, isn't it? That we get such, it's not pleasure. I certainly don't get pleasure out of seeing people getting hurt. But I can get quite hysterical <laughs> if I see somebody falling. Well, I think that's pleasure. If you laugh, it's I, pleasure. No, like quite, like I sometimes get like, like I got hysterical on the beach during the week. <laughs> at something that you said like it wasn't even pain it was and it wasn't even like it, it wasn't that funny but it just struck me as so such a you thing it was observational it was just i actually went hysterical and tears streaming down my face couldn't stop laughing yeah, well, I, I, doubled I, I, over for about 15 minutes i had to text Maraid because she's the only one who would understand from knowing you so well how hilarious it was <laughs> so picture the scene <laughs> There's a woman striding towards the sea and she's wearing a kind of fussy bathing costume. Not fussy, but detailed. Detailed, yeah. And she has a As in, large... Uh, now, hold on. The pattern is detailed. Yeah, the pattern. Yeah, yeah. pattern it's detailed. just a normal swimsuit, but the pattern normal is quite detailed. Normal swimsuit, yes. yes. And she has a large thigh, side, outer thigh tattoo. Yeah. Which is, again, detailed. Very detailed. Yes. And... She she was like Amazonian, wasn't she? She was striding in towards the sea. And then Mrs. Bucket over here just turns to me and goes, go on. I said, I can't remember. But you it was something like, something like that. If, 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 if I if had. I, if, if I was wearing a bathing costume No, like I said, that. If, if I had a large detail tattoo on my upper thigh, I wouldn't wear 
I wouldn't a wear pattern. such a patterned bathing costume. You'd wear a plain one. It's like carpets and curtains. It's like carpets and curtains. <laughs> I don't see what's so funny with that. I thought it was a brilliant observation. I was like, Which is, I just know like other men who were like sitting on the beach watching that woman go into the sea. That's not what they mean thinking. I just think it was the carpets and curtains. I was like, oh my God. Anyway, it's very funny. Kept me amused. At least half an hour. You do understand, but you know, because if you are. Tell us about working in the haberdashery again. (laughs) We didn't sell. (laughs) Mrs. You can't. No, Jesus. If you're getting those curtains, you can't have that now. Did you sell those type of things? (laughs) But we didn't sell carpets. No, it was a drapery. So there's no carpet sold. Anyway, um. I'm glad I was I was I was entertaining for you. I I laughed uh, out loud spontaneously the other day. It was because we were on holidays and I was down there and in a nice little cove for a swim on my own. And it was a lovely sunny morning, and I was looking out at the Atlantic Ocean and I just started laughing. It was it was joy. That doesn't happen that often, but it's wonderful when it does. Just burst out of you. Yeah. Yeah. I just started laughing. But you the the. The brilliant thing about it is that you appreciate things. Like, I would have never spontaneously burst into laughter in my 20s, 30s in that situation. Because mm. I wouldn't have appreciated no. what I was, you know, what I had, how lucky I was, all those things. I think it's because when you're younger, you think it's going to go on forever. Like, you don't ah, imagine, yes. you know, you're just like, this is the world, and this, that's the sky, and that's that amazing <laughs> rainbow, and that's the sea, and that's a laughing baby, and that's just things. And then as you get older, you realize just how precious, miraculous, fantastical, amazing everything is. Like literally everything. Mm. You could just walk around. That's why I do love watching little squishy fat babies, particularly kind of toddlers, you know, the kind of two, when they are just so free, so inquisitive, and they just are amazed by everything like literally a plastic bag would blow beside them and they chase it but anyway i think that's what happens so you know yeah. you get older and you realize time's ticking won't be here forever and isn't this just amazing yeah it is it's an amazing world but as the woman said the other day yeah as amazing as everything is and all the technology we have and the devices and the gadgets and all that you would think she said mm. and i'm quoting her directly here that they could have invented a phone screen that you can see in the sunshine. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> you think with all their amazing gadgets, she said. Then she's right. Well, she's probably, no, she's probably not right. She, we don't need our phones during the day. She'd probably That's just all tr- throw them away. Do you mean? Imagine that we'd all just be on them the whole time. If you could see them. Well, like, that's the problem with the Kindle, for example. You can't bring the Kindle down if you're on your holidays down to the beach. Well, I suppose you can, but it's I'm sure hard. There, I'm sure there's some yoke that they've developed for it that... You know, it's like a baseball half year Kindle. Yeah, or maybe there is. Is there? I'd say there is. I'd say there is, actually. Now that you mentioned it, I'd say there is. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a yoke for everything, yeah. as we discovered during yes. the week. Oh, you could have hours of fun with us looking up <laughs> stuff for utility rooms. It's the crack. Come join us while we tell you what we purchased this week. <laughs> and none of them over 30 quid. That's yeah. the brilliant thing about it. <laughs> you, know, you go cheap and awful. That's, that's how you get your buzz. <laughs> it won't break my soul I'm telling everybody Everybody That's my song of choice In the car at the moment I thought that was like an old That sounds like an old one to me Does it? Yeah Yeah you're probably thinking this 
Yeah. Yeah, the first one is Beyonce's new song, oh Break God. My Soul. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the second one is Robin S, which sounds a bit like. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Anyway, if we were on the radio uh, at the moment playing music, I'd be playing Beyonce every day, maybe twice. I think it's brilliant. And I know it is slightly derivative, but that other song is nearly 30 years old. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to it. I can't comment. You don't because you don't know it, I right? don't know it. Just loads it just sounds so like a rip-off. Right, Complete yeah. not a rip-off. Yeah, but there's so many things going on and there's lads sort of chanting in the background. Then she does a sort of a, a chant. Sounds like a, an Arabic chant as well. And yeah. There's just lots going on. Yeah, big PA system. <clears throat> that booming out. I think I'm, I'm 25 again. I'd probably look ridiculous. All you have to do is look around and copy people. What do you mean? You, you know, if you, if you fear that you're going to dance like a dad, dad dance or even uncle dance or even granddad dance, just look around at what the young people are doing and copy I, them. No. Oh my God, no. No. That's like Ross and Friends or something. No, you just go and dance. Just do your own thing and don't be worrying about anybody. Did I ever tell you that because none of our family were particularly good at mimicking, as in, you know, you'd be great at mimicking. Yeah. And Marae would be very good at mimicking. And obviously there's famous people who get paid for mimicking, you know, Oliver Callum and Mario Rosenstock. We couldn't do that. So we'd come home from the discos and we'd imitate people's dances. Oh, you could do the dance. <laughs> you could the mimic dances. the dance. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Well, maybe then I don't know what I'm talking about. And you could mimic the young folk. It was funny because um, the bagel story, that's the biggest reaction I've ever got on the street to something in the podcast. What? Yeah. Now, I'm not telling you how many. But <laughs> it's the biggest. It was an increase of like, for the you know, <laughs> 500, 500%. <laughs> well, who did we meet the other day? It was a Cleana. Cleana, yeah. Cleana came down to us and she, oh my God, she was great crack. All she wanted to talk about was the bagel, the bagel man. She came up, we were just having a coffee sitting outside and she was like, oh, I was listening to the podcast. And then we were all laughing, or at least Cleana and I were laughing at you and how mental you were about not naming the bagel man, whose name I am going to get. I am, I'm going to get his name. I was thinking about it during the week. I nearly went up to him twice, but I was kind of, to ask him his name. Going somewhere, yeah. To get his name. You don't want to get him in trouble. Oh my God, we're not going to get him in trouble. He's going to get a pat on the back for that. I know for a fact he will. We haven't mentioned the brand either. Yeah, well I will as well. And I'll put it up on Instagram. <laughs> All right, be careful. Just be careful. <laughs> he deserves it. What a no, lovely man. Yes, I know. And I will, you know, karma and all that. I will get him back. If that's the way you say it. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. <laughs> I'll I return the favour. I'll return the favour at some stage in the future. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's great to see that you got the uh, 100% biodegradable dog poop bags. Yeah, I'm doing my bit for the environment. Here's that- the thing, right? The other day we were walking along a path with a grassy verge. Okay. Are you with me? And Stanley, the golden retriever, who does large poops, went in, which was very nice of him, to the grassy verge. And he did a large dog poop. Now, I knew for a fact there wasn't a bin for about another mile and a half. Yeah. There just just isn't. Which is fine. And we are responsible dog owners and we always pick up the poo. But we did have discussion whereby it was if you got some grass and kind of 
Long grass. Long grass and kind of push the dog no, poop yeah, yeah, yeah. into the long grass, which nobody walks on, by the yeah. way. Like there's yeah. nobody walking there. So, and that in itself is going to, you know, biodegrade and yeah, do it what is. it does and yeah. go back into the earth or pick it up with the biodegradable poo bags and yeah. walk for you know, a mile and a half with, with, a bag that, of shite. with a bag of shite swinging in your hand. Like now, as it turned out, I did pick it up. And then there was a beautiful moment where Stanley jumped and I dropped the poo bag and it split. It was beautiful. It yeah. was a beautiful moment. Well, what was happening there was that biodegradable bag was biodegrading in your hand. Yeah. Because it, I'm just reading here. Okay. The stats on it. Yeah. Uh, 100% compostable. Degrades in just 90 days. Oh, very good. 90 days. Oh, they're even better than I thought. So it, it, it starts, the minute you sort of... Scoop open, it up. Yeah, that, that's... Yeah, like there. they're not great quality, but it doesn't matter. Like I've, I, I did poo pick up earlier on, you know, when you promise yourself you're going to do it every day and you don't. And... They do rip a little bit. So, so, like, that's obviously not a pleasant experience to be They're picking up dog poop. They're not, but it's good for the environment. So if you can afford an extra couple of quid, yeah. I think they're worth it. It tells you all the bad stuff that the other ones do. Yeah. Because yeah. it does seem bonkers. Obviously, you want people to pick up the poo, but then so many people pick up poo and then they hang the plastic bag with the poop in it on yeah. a fence. No, you're better off leaving the poo what there. What the hell? Yeah, you're, if you're going to do that... I would suggest yeah. you just leave the poop. It's a good time of the year because it's amazing what you can create out of some long grass. Right. Like we as kids used to do traps. So there were a couple of pathways down our back garden. Yeah. And when the grass grew, it was overgrown. So what you do is you knock the grass across the path. Okay. And then you get somebody to run after you. You'd know exactly where it was and they'd, they'd trip. So you jump. We jump over it and then the person would trip. Oh, that's so mean. When you were playing cowboys and Indians or whatever. Anyway... You could, you can create a scoop, as I've done on a number of occasions with Stanley. Yeah. And you just scoop it and then throw it into the grass and everybody's happy. Okay. That's what I've done. Yeah. Now, I've had oh, the, but you can only do that in an area where absolutely you are 100% certain 100%, yes. that nobody's going to walk. 100%. Because there is nothing as unpleasant. There's nothing as unpleasant as walking in a dog shite in your shoe. Yeah. And, and the nature of most modern shoes, runners, trainers, is that there's a lot of crevices in the soles. Yeah, it's not pleasant. And they get in there. We've all done it with yeah. the kids. Yeah. No, it's horrible. No. And even even uh, even a lollipop stick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to just do a gag there. Did you, look. No. You have. You've I done don't the past. want to. You know, of course, I can't talk about it. Yeah. So, so, the, so there you go. Biodegradable no, dog poop No bags. microplastics or toxic residues. And they uh, degrade in just 90 days. We better give them a name check. Yeah. Well, you paid for them, five ninety nine. No, that's what I'm saying, but if people want to buy bags them. Bags on board. Yeah, if bags people want to on buy board. Them. 60 bags for five ninety nine. That is a bit expensive, isn't it? Which is uh, 10 cent each, is it? Is that right? That sounds like I don't do maths. 10 cent each, yeah. Well, I read out an email. Yeah. Jenny and Ray home at gmail.com. It's sort of late, isn't it? It came in from Karen. She says, Jenny and Ray, I was listening to your podcast a few weeks ago when you were talking about toilet roll covers. Do you remember we were chatting about that? And then I said, yeah, you know those you go into some houses and they'd have, they're like a doll with this kind of doily and you'd hang them over toilet rolls. And you said, no, you'd never heard of them. That was obviously in posh houses. And then yes. I roared laughing and said, no, absolutely 100% not in posh houses. I was houses. right. I was saying, but anyway, yeah. so Karen goes on. 
She says, my granny had one of those covers on her toilet rolls for at least 30 years. I've attached two pictures and it's like a doll whose dress is put over the spare roll. Exactly. And then she puts it on the cistern. It was a staple in my granny's bathroom for decades. And I can tell you, my granny was most definitely not posh. However, it may have been given to her by a posh friend from Dublin, now that I think of it. Anyway, my granny died four years ago and I'm staying at her house at the moment. I decided to dump this toilet doll lady as she she has a broken arm and I was getting sick of her looking at me. But when I heard you talking about them, I had to laugh and I resurrected her from the throw away pile for one last photo shoot. She's quite cute i love the podcast great to hear normal chats these days really look forward to it especially as i usually live abroad now here you go look now that's it it's like kind of freakish doll yes our son is terrified of dolls and that would terrify him freakish face with like a knitted hat and she's got, she does have a broken arm, which isn't great. And she's looking at you doing your business in the loo. She's Look co- at her. But and she's she, covering the, the loo roll. I don't care. I don't care what she's doing. She's looking at me doing my business and she looks a little bit judgmental. <laughs> I'm going to put that up on Instagram so you can have a look yourself. See, there must be loads of those around the country. I'm, I'm going off that thing about, you know, people say, oh, that's a great photograph for the downstairs loo. I, I'm going off photographs for downstairs loos. Okay. Because the young Whoops. people... People, no, poops. People are looking uh, at you. They, yeah. They, you know, they're, I know it's only a photograph, but they're sort of looking at you. No, I like it. I like it in the dancers' loo. It's a perfect place to put loads of photos and just kind of stuff you wouldn't put up in the rest of the house. Like, would you have one of those? Would you have a doll in the, in the loo looking at you? Uh, no. No. But I might just to be ironic. I might like, I might. If somebody has one wants to send it to me, like I might put it in the loo. Right. Maybe. Okay. Just to see. Although it would terrify our son, so probably not. It would frighten the out of him. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the theme of today's show is shite. <laughs> talk shite and human shite. And talking shite. And talking shite. <laughs> and on that note, no, <laughs> no um, we're going to take a little break. Ray and I have something to tell you. It's been building for quite some time. Uh, We've uh, talked about this long and hard. <laughs> and we are... We're on a break. Yeah, we're taking a break. It's not you, it's us. It's a summer break. We yeah, did it last year. It's just we... a bit of an old summer break. It's good. It'll bring us closer together in the long run. Everybody needs a bit of a break. You know, get into the summer, do whatever you're doing, and then we'll be back with a bang. See, I have a sense that this could be the end of an era. Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, anyway, really? I'm, I'm just just because I know there are things planned and stuff well, like that. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but there are, let's just say, I have a big announcement <laughs> soon. We'll get back to you on that then. Right. But this isn't an end of an era. No. No, sure. Okay. No. Great. Okay, don't forget me now. Anyway, JillianRayHome <laughs> <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. Can't we say anything nowadays. We will have said goodbye a long time ago in the <laughs> This edit. is how Irish people do. Bye bye bye. My dad used to do it. I go, okay, see you later, Dad. Bye bye, boy, 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 boy. Saying goodbye, the Irish boy, way, boy. discussed so many times on the radio. But he does. But boy, boy. No, you know, but everybody's done it. We we did it back in the day. I, listen, Thought you we can't. I'm innovators. Not, I'm talking about my dad. You have to be very careful. <laughs> Righty ho then. <laughs> Look, we'll talk to you sometime in August. Oh, um, August. I just said September. Yeah, well, it could be the end of August. Could be the end of August. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. 
Missing you already. Have a great summer. Yeah. Love Good you. Luck. See you. Bye 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 bye